What up, Marks? I'm back. I'm back like Bill Goldberg. Except I can... Well, probably I can't do it as, as good as him. But I am back. Uh, it's been a while. Let's get right into things. Welcome to the heel. <laughs> Hey, before we get started, a quick shout out to uh, a good friend of mine, Andreas. Uh, I was sort of tossing up whether I keep doing this podcast, but uh, it gave me a bit of a bit of motivation. Cut a promo on me, got me back into the ring. So uh, thank you to Andreas. He uh, he runs a YouTube channel called Crazy Controller. If you're interested in any video games, jump over to YouTube, uh, subscribe, and check out all of the good content that he's putting out there. So thank you to him. Lots to talk about. It's been a jam-packed week. We've had NXT TakeOver Toronto. We've had SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, uh, and NXT. Lots to get through, so let's uh, let's kick things off. I, I wanted to talk about NXT TakeOver Toronto, and wow, what a show that was. Those guys, for, for me, they are setting the standard for, for wrestling, uh, and I know that's the developmental brand for WWE, but... I just think compared to SummerSlam, that, that just stole the spotlight. Just match after match. Started out great with the tag match. Man, the Street Profits can really bring a lot of energy uh, to that. And Undisputed Era, no doubt, are, are phenomenal wrestlers. But uh, that was a great opening match. Uh, we had Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. Man, I love Io Shirai's new look. I love her heel turn. Uh, I think that darkness is is amazing it just suits her so well and Candice LeRae man can she go that was uh, a, a, another great match I think great storytelling in there uh, what else did we have at TakeOver look the, the, I'd probably say and, and no disrespect whatsoever but I think the weakest match of the of the the card was uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, what's her name Mia Yim um, and the only reason I say it was the weakest match just because there were so many other great matches the one thing that I did love about that match, there was a lot of storytelling. Uh, I think when they talked about Mia being, uh, you know, growing up hard on the streets and all that sort of stuff, and then you could see in the ring the scratching of the back, the pulling of the hair, the gouging of the eyes, like Mia was just trying to to win at any expense uh, possible. But again, Shayna Baszler is just an absolute beast in the ring, um, and she managed to get the uh, the the victory in that one. What else did we have? We had the North American Championship match, the th- uh, the three way. Uh, again, just Velveteen Dream. I I really he is an absolute phenomenal character. I I am apprehensive of him going to the main roster because of what we've seen in the past. That there's there's obviously been some successes from NXT to uh, the main roster. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, rest in peace. Uh, he, he's not dead, by the way. He's just gone to a different company. He's John Moxley now. Um, who else we had? Seth Rollins. There's a whole bunch of them that have that have come up through that developmental that have succeeded. But then again, we've also seen some. You know, where's EC3 right now? Uh, Joe's kind of there. Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, uh, I'm just worried that if Velveteen Dream gets called up and doesn't get booked the right way, he might he might be another uh, fatality when it comes to the call-ups. 
So let's just keep him in NXT. Let's let's keep him in there. I'd love to see him get the gold uh, and take on that that title and, and if he drops the North American title. But again, a great match. Some great storytelling in there. Um, Roderick Strong, just a, an absolute unit, can can absolutely go. And uh, the bruiser way. I'm interested to see. There was a, a behind-the-scenes video on YouTube, if you haven't checked it out, uh, Pete Dunne talking about how this is a new chapter for him. So I'm not sure if he is going to switch brands again and come back to, to NXT North America and, and, and sort of ditch the UK brand. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if he, if he gets called up or not. That, that might be another um, possibility for him. Uh, and then we had the, the two out of three falls against Johnny Gargano and uh, Mr. Bebe himself, Adam Cole. A- again, just they, they were comparing it to Ric Flair, sti- uh, sticky, sticky Dreamboat, uh, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Steamboat. Um, you know, they've had the three matches now. And I think that is an absolute fair comparison. Those two were, were phenomenal. To, to go for, you know, just under an hour, uh, and and such a brutal match. Those guys put themselves through hell and back. Uh, it, it was just such a great match. And and I thought the last takeover uh, where they had their match was was exceptional. And they just they just took it up a notch in there. So that that was takeover, and that that was a great start to that weekend. The following day we did have SummerSlam. Now look, I absolutely love NXT. I think they're doing some phenomenal stuff. Uh, SummerSlam, yeah, it was a good show. Um, it it probably wasn't as solid as what I would have thought it would be coming off the back of... So we started off with the uh, the women's match, Becky v. Natalia. And, and again, some good storytelling in there. You know, it was a submission match. Natalia was working the knee for Becky. Becky was working the arm for Natalia. It was a few sort of sloppy spots in there, but, but overall a, a solid match. I'm not going to go through the rest of the, the SummerSlam card. I, I think there were some, some really good matches in there. Rollins got over, became Universal Champion. Uh, but I think for me, the absolute highlight, and, and probably in terms of the card and where it sat, perfect. Uh, it was The Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. I thought that what his entrance was absolutely phenomenal. The thing I loved most about this was that Bray Wyatt's gone through so many iterations in his character and and they've all been evolutions and I think for me this evolution was it, it was still Bray Wyatt he, he he still had some of his move set which was great I, I think he's he's a lot more brutal in the ring and he just beat the shit out of uh, Finn Balor to begin with love the entrance music you know again an evolution of of the uh previous Firefly song um just just great the lantern of of Bray Wyatt's head oh man i i couldn't have asked for more um finn absolutely uh, and my hat goes off to him great great effort from him he sold a lot of what bray was giving him um and, and i know from what i've read finn's going to be out for a couple of months he's just going to take some time off uh, so i think that thought that was a really good um a good entrance to to bray wyatt and the fiend there's some, been some talks about how they're going to want to use him and whether he stays off TV and is only used for main events. I like that idea. Uh, I've been talking with a friend, uh, Mr. Stasi K, aka the Ass Man. He's uh, he agrees. Like I, I think for something, I don't think Bray Wyatt needs a title. Uh, uh, it, that's kind of irrelevant to him. I think he's 
his character, his legacy will be the fiend and, and, and that sort of thing. So I think keeping him off TV is a good thing. However, you kind of need to remind people. So whether he does some firefly flun, 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 whether he does some firefly funhouse uh, vignettes, or or he comes in as uh, Bray Wyatt in that sort of Mister Rogers funhouse gimmick, um, I think that could be interesting. He could, I don't know, if I was thinking about it, he could come out. Uh, he could be a bit more apprehensive of fighting. Um, you know, it, it could be a cleaner, more traditional uh, wrestling approach when he is, uh, a just standard Bray Wyatt funhouse, uh, guy. Uh, but we'll wait and see. I, I think, yeah, it, the fiend is, is something to, to stay very close to, uh, whether they, hell in a cell it would be a great opportunity for him to, to come back. Uh, I don't think he needs to come back to class of champions again, you, but you just want to keep him still on the radar of the fans. So that was SummerSlam, uh, and then we went into Monday Night Raw, and uh, again, I think the highlight for me was uh, the boss is back. Sasha Banks made her made her return. I think she's been off for for quite a few months now, and um, I, I thought they did it brilliantly. There've been a few criticisms just around. Obviously, she's gone. She's gone heel. Um, she came out, Natty was cutting a promo, whinging about her cats or some crap. Uh, and Sasha came out, her music hits, comes out, still got the pink hair. Um, came down to the ring, all smiles, hugging fans as she comes down and then just absolutely turns on Natty and starts laying into her and removes her wig and reveals that her hair is blue. Now, a few people I've heard saying, you know, Blue's not some universal color that means you're evil. An obvious choice could have been black hair. I don't think any color choice of her hair would have been as or not would have been more significant, I should say, than than any other color. I think it's just a this is my persona. It's different. Um, you know, some people were comparing it's it's not as significant as you know if. New Day revealed, tore off one of their shirts and they had an NWO shirt underneath it or something like that. And I get that. That's clearly like an obvious reveal, but I, I liked it. I think it was good. I think change of color, change of character, you know, we're, we're so used to seeing Sasha with pink hair. We've, she's now got blue hair. Uh, she, she clearly showed that she's turning heel by beating the crap out of not only Natalia, but Becky Lynch came down to try and save her. And uh, yeah, I, I cannot wait to watch this unfold. I think Sasha's probably someone who's been missing from the women's division. You know, thinking back to some of the, the matches that I'm I'm yearning for in that division, you know, thinking back to Charlotte and Sasha and Hell in a Cell, like that was such a great match. Monumental match as well. First time women were at Hell in a Cell. Um, there was the, I can't even remember where it was, but uh, the other match where they just beat the crap out of each other. I think Sasha put a bank statement on her, on Charlotte in the in the crowd over the railing. Um, yeah, I think that there hasn't been as much intensity in the women's division. You know, we're still missing Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan's apparently getting a revamp sometime soon. So lots to lots to look forward to when it comes to the women's division. And I think Sasha's a great uh, return addition to to the women's division, and it'll be interesting to see who she goes after. Is is she going to build to Becky, or or uh, is she going to go straight in? Uh, I think it'd be nice to see her beat the crap out of. Natalia a bit more. Natty's got a bit of 
angst about her at the moment. Obviously, she lost at SummerSlam in her hometown. Wanted to, you know, do the uh, do the family proud, but couldn't couldn't get over in the end. So I think there's a bit of a, a bit of a storyline to to work with Sasha there, but we'll have to wait and see. That brings us to SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown was uh, the, the highlight for me was was the Buddy Murphy Roman Reigns uh, match, and I think. Roman did such a great job get, getting Buddy over. Uh, you know, it, it came down to the wire. It was a, it was a pretty close false finish to to see if Buddy was going to take the take the win. Um, it was great, I, and I love. There was a piece where I think Michael Cole uh, mentioned it as well. Roman uh, nearly nearly lost the match and sort of got up and and sort of mouthed to himself, "Who is this guy?" Um, so I think that's great. It's great to see that they're bringing in some fresh talent. I I think you know. Kevin Owens is doing some great stuff with with Shane, and it, it it gets a bit dry after a while where we're seeing the same faces when they've got just a locker room full of talent that that aren't being utilized. And I know Buddy got a call up from Two Hundred Five Live, but he hasn't been used since. Uh, and this was his debut match, and to to debut against Roman Reigns, who arguably is the face of the company, regardless of whether he's got a title or not. Uh, I think that's a big uh, accomplishment for for Buddy and. You know, a bit of Aussie pride that he is—he's uh, out there representing. So, uh, I'm excited to see what comes of that. There's obviously still more to go with the Roman Reigns story. Daniel Bryan and Owen revealed that they're going to talk about who they believe is the culprit for all these attacks on Roman. But again, we'll have to—we'll have to wait and see until that unfolds. Um, yeah, I'm really—I'm really excited about that. A side note as well: I just read this morning uh, that Dolph. Dolph's taken some time off, uh, and I think it was meant to be his last match uh, this week, uh, and apparently him and Vince had some sort of handshake agreement uh, that he was going to exit the WWE uh, to pursue other projects. But I think Vince, in classic Vince form, backflipped on that and uh, reneged on the the handshake and just said, I'd, I'd rather pay you out and uh, I'd rather pay you to, to be at home. So I think there's, there's a lot of uh, fear... Uh, I think fear is a good word. Uh, fear around talent moving to AEW uh, or any other brand for for that matter. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with with Dolph there. And then what do we got next? We got uh, NXT. <laughs> Ironically, uh, NXT. Uh, I, I think NXT this week was a bit of a recap of of Takeover. A lot of content there, just highlighting some of the matches there. Um, uh, one thing that that was a was a standout was the recap of the the breakout tournament. I really like that. I think again they've got a locker room full of talent that they don't necessarily want to put on the show weekly. So it was a great opportunity for them to, I guess, discover a few more talented wrestlers. Uh, so I'm I'm keen for them to to continue to do that just the same way they do the uh, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Challenge. Um, yeah, so that that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch. That's all we got this week for the heel. If you've got something to say, if you want to step up, if you want to grab a mic and cut a promo, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It can be a shoot, it can be a work, I don't care. All you marks have an opinion. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you don't want to hear, and I'll do it anyway. Until then, this has been Steve Cole. You're listening 
to the heel. Yeah.